So today's daf is daf Aleph. And in yesterday's, uh, towards the end of the shear, or not yesterday, last year, I should say. I'm so used to yesterday and today being every day, but we don't learn on Shabbos, because uh, obviously you know Zoom. Um, but anyway, let's continue. Uh, we said, we tried to prove that a Torah Petach doesn't work for greater than 10 Amot wide. How do we prove it? We prove it from this case here. So because we said, Amra Bichaga Manita, we see this in a, in a, in a, in a mission, I think it is, Amra Ken, Mekifin Shloshachavalim Zele Malamizeh, if you want to make a make a mechitza on Shabbos, what do you do? You simply get three ropes. And then what do we say? We say as long as there's three less than three tfachim in between them, we can rely on the principle of Lavud. And as long as the ropes themselves in, in combination is more than a tefach, you have a ten tfachim high fence um, that is considered completely filled through. And our uh, and the argument was is that you see from here that a trota petach doesn't work more than 10 wide. Why? Because if it did, you wouldn't need three ropes. You could just use one rope, right? You could just use one rope, and then I have a nice trota petach. I've drawn it in an interesting way. You'll see why in a moment. Uh, there, and, and then I, would, I wouldn't need three ropes. I can just have one rope and have trota petach, trot petach, maybe, or trot petach, probably grammatically correct, trot petach, all, uh, you know, just bigger than wide. And then I've got my, uh, I can surround my field that way. I can have a good mechitza. So now the Gemara asks the following question. So, and I said, just wait, because the Gemara is going to continue. The, the, Rabbi Yona Amar said as follows. Rabbi Yosha Baya, Rabbi Yoshaya asked the following question. How to pay when I got a Tzorot Mata Mata Milimalan or Minatzad? Now, the question is, does it, when the Tzorot petach does it have to be on the top? So a Petach is, I've got two posts and a beam across the top. Or can also be minatzad, as you can see in the left-hand picture. Okay, so the, the right hand is what we classically refer to as the tapetach, and the left hand is the, the beam is actually not sitting on the top, but it's running along the sides of it. So in tamar, change the gears here, in tamar minatzad, if you said it works minatzad, then kol can obviously it's going to work milamala, because milamala looks more like it's ratapetach. The real question, does it work minatzad? So the Gemara then continues. In tamar milamala, if you say that it has to be milamala, then what? Lo amarach Rebbe Chagai klum. Rebbe Chagai's proof at the end of yesterday's shear is not a proof. Meaning, why is it that they had needed three chavalim and you couldn't rely on a tzorata petach? Is because the top chavel was on the side and it's not, doesn't, it's not considered tzorata petach. In other words, if we demand a tzorata petach, has to have to run on the top, then Rebbe Chagai didn't bring a good proof. So we say one second. One second. But it, it, maybe you can still bring a proof from the brighter because in that sorry in that Mishnah because that Mishnah you have a choice. You want to put on the side, put on the side. You want to put on the top, put on the top. And then still you could do, be sufficient with one rope. So he says. So he said the reason why in that Mishnah, even though Tzurata Petach works, um, sorry, even though Tzurata Petach. Um, is, uh, is, uh, is, sorry, even though Tzorot HaPetach um, might work, sorry, let's, let's, let's get it again, even though Tzorot HaPetach um, would work more than 10, 10 amot wide, running along the top, in this case, in that mission, it wasn't an option. Why? Because the posts came to a point, literally to a sharp point, and you couldn't have rested your ropes on the top it would have fallen off the top and, and slipped down onto the sides anyway. So therefore, that's why that Mishnah doesn't give Tzurata Petach as an option. And, that's, and instead says you have to use three ropes. 
Because again, so the conclusion is, according to the Rabbana de Kisrin, that a Tzorotah Petach really might work greater than 10 Amut wide. You can't bring a case from the three Chavalim, because in that case, practically, they couldn't use a Tzorotah Petach because of the, the posts themselves came to a point. So the, and, and because a Tzorotah Petach has to be on the top, therefore Tzorotah Petach wouldn't be effective. In other words, having the rope on the top, like running along the side near the top is not a Torah Petach. That's why you need three Chavalim. Is that clear? I hope, I hope it came through clearly. In other words, it still could be that a Torah Petach... It's like, it's like a tippy? Like a point, like a pencil point, like this. Uh, like a tippy on top. Yeah, a point. Yeah, come to a point, a tippy. Like a... Yes. Would you, would you want to ask a question? No? I thought it was on the hand. Okay, the center. So in other, so again, we, so it's not necessary. Okay, this does remain to be a kasha Reb Chagai. The Reb Chagai tried to bring the case of three chavalim as a proof that Torah doesn't work greater than ten, but we see quite clearly that it could it could simply be that Amish is talking about a case where Torah doesn't apply because a Torah has to be running on the top. In that situation, the case was it can't be running along the top. Okay, uh, let's continue. Uh, one second. Good, let's continue. Reb Zira says, says this, When it comes to the height of a Tzorot HaPerach, you can even go to 100 Amot. You can be as tall as you like. So Amr Yudin Hadad At Amar Inyan Kilayim. That is when it comes to Kilayim. Ava Inyan Shabbos, if you want a Tzorot HaPerach for Shabbos. Now, just to remember, for Kilayim, Tzorot HaPerach is important because it acts as a partition. You can plant on either side of it, like it, without necessarily leaving a separation. So for Kilayim, you can have a Tzorot HaPetach as tall as you like. But for Shabbos, no, you can't. Why not? As you mentioned, um, Manfred mentioned in the end of the last year, he was in reference to Korah. We know the Korah is in front of a Mavoy. And we know from the beginning of Mesech De Ruben that the Korah is limited to 20 Amot high. So therefore, you can't go, in other words, the Tzorot HaPetach can't be any different. Sounds like the assumption is it's no different to a Korah. So it can't be higher than 20 Amot. So Amr Biosi knows, he Kilayim, he Shabbos. Absolutely not. Even a Shabbos can be higher than 20 Amot. So the question is, What's the difference between a Kora and a Peya? Peya again is Tzorot HaPetach. That's the last one of Tzorot HaPetach. So we say, no, Peya enu matzelet meruach echad, achin mugufefet arba rechoteha. Kora motzelet meruach echad. What that means is, ma'arba ruchot means like, like on, a, on a vertical plane. A Tzorot HaPetach only works if you have already engineered not just a cross beam at the top, but two vertical poles as well, and meeting to the floor. So you need a full frame. A kora is a whole different situation. The kora, you don't need the walls to be already designed as a heker. The only function of the kora, the kora at the top is just a reminder, this is the end of the mavoi. And it simply functions on its own. The walls that are next to it are not part of that heker. So therefore, for the, for the, um, for the kora, it has to still be within eye shot. As if you, as being one of the Perushim, if you remember the beginning of a Reuven, right? Therefore, it has to be limited to 20 Amot. But a Tzorot HaPetach is a different situation because part of the Tzorot HaPetach is also the side as well. That's why it can go even higher. Okay? I'll read your Reb Chaim inside because um, it, uh, it says as follows. He says, when it comes to a Tzorot HaPetach, it's completely framed off. And therefore, clearly, people are going to recognize this is a Tzorot HaPetach. 
even if it's greater than 100 amot, because the, the, the poles on the side are still visible. Uh, however, it says, um, when it comes to uh, the cross beam and the entrance to a mavoi that allows you to carry in a mavoi along with the sheet of mavoi, that's all you're doing is resting on top of existing walls. The only heker is a beam itself. That's what it means by one side. If you don't put it between 20, people aren't going to take notice of it. What about the walls? No. They weren't designed for a care. They're just the walls, part of the construction of the alleyway. Whether you put the, put the Korah on there or not, they were pre-existing. So that's why Ratarabiosi differentiates between a Korah and a Tzurata Petach. The Tzurata Petach can go all the way to the top because the entire construction is made and for that purpose sides and the top so therefore people's eyes people recognize it notice it and it goes all the way up to even if it's up to 100 but a cora since it's only the only thing that's placed there for the purpose of the cora is a cora itself therefore it has to be still within eyeshot okay and that seems to follow exactly like uh or ribbis said sorry rebisira said name of rav that for a petak to be successful it has to have literally four full poles and a beam at the top, etc. Um, uh, which is I'm not sure how that's necessarily how we pass in, but um, we'll we'll leave that. Um, again, let's try and before we get too confused with all this, let's leave halacha for a different question matter. Okay, let's continue. Amara bar bar mamal, tetrapuliot shebekramim. What are tetrapuliot? These are sukkot. These are a lot of um, you can imagine they're using they use they might put coverings over. Uh, their vines to protect them, either from the sun. I'm not sure why they do this, but let's say some sort of sukkot they put over the vines. Asurel tel tatachla, if you cannot carry underneath them, why mehem shem soft tikra? Meaning, even though you've got technically what from the outside might look like a tzurata petach, two poles and a cross beam, since it wasn't designed for that purpose, meaning it was just a covering of, the, it was designed, what is there is a soft tikra. It's the end of the roof. It doesn't have the status of a it's on Shabbos. It's not a mechitza. Um, uh, fine. Because again, it's the end of the roof. It's not considered Okay. And a soft tikra doesn't, is not, isn't matzil, doesn't have the status of a peya, meaning Surat HaPetach. Uh, as, as I'll just read Reb Chaim. What's the svara behind that? Since it's designed as a roof, we say lo min petach. It's not recognized as tzurata petach. Okay, you know what? Where's the next picture? Oh, uh, we're about to do it. Get to it. I'll leave it on. I'll leave it on. I'll leave it on. Okay, let's continue. Um, arba amodim arba fistuliot. That there was four beams and four. There were sort of four poles in the ground and four beams across them. That was a tzurata petach. And he was matir to carry underneath it. Okay, uh, let's continue. Rabun v'rabani nebayun kamei rabzira. Peya maushu tatsil b'tsuka. What about a peya? Did tzurata petach work for a sukkah? Amar lo peya matzila b'tsuka. Peya works for a sukkah. Sof schach maushu yatzil b'tsuka. What happens if, however, you've got sof schach, meaning at the edge of the sukkah, it wasn't a Tzurata Petach. We have a different engineering way constructed the roof to support the Schach. However, the end of it is not a Tzurata Petach. It's just soft Schach. So you can imagine the way uh, Rashirilio explains it. Some of the leaves fell off and you've got like a branch still sticking there at the end. Is that considered Tzurata Petach? Amalun ein sof Schach Matzil Basukka. That the end of the Schach is not considered. That's not Matzil. 
Um, so we say, my bein zelaze. What's the difference between a tzurata petach and sofschach? Who says zez ze naselakach vizeinu naselakach? One was designed and engineered to be the end of the sukkah, I mean like a doorway, if you like. So it has a bit like a tzurata petach, um, uh, or it's designed as tzurata petach. And the other ones, the sofschach, it is not minkar. It's not recognizable as being like having the status of a petach. Okay. Amar Avon, call ilin milin. Now, this is this important. The Shiv Rebbe Avol, call ilin milin leinian masavatan. Everything we've discussed just here up above. Now, there's a machloket here regarding um, exactly what we're discussing. We'll see in a minute. But let's just speak in broad strokes. What we've been discussing thus far, this is halo, uh, this is masamatan. That's just, we're talking and learning here. Halahorot asularot. That you wouldn't be able to, um, you wouldn't be able to pask in that way. Meaning for a sukkah, tzoratapetach, doesn't work. So it says, ma'im sukkah kala, when it comes to sukkah, which is more makel than Shabbos, because Shabbos, if you define it as a shusayachid, it's sort of skill if you throw a shusrabim to it. It's a masuel asayat atomer asayat. Then Shabbos chamur lo kol shigin must be for Shabbos kavachomer. The tzurat petach doesn't work. So Rabbum barachia by kamei rebzira man tana peya matzelat lor biyochanan ben nuri. But one second, didn't we see the Rabbi Yochanan ben nuri? If you remember the mice that we learned yesterday, where they had these tzurat petachs. And it was and they were too wide, bigger than ten. They started putting up these boards and wood to reduce it less than ten. But we see that tzeratzurata petach still works. That's where Reb Chaim explains it. So he says, "Amarle adahitana." Now adahitana is the um, Reb Chaim says, "Vechi zetana amra elapshita." It must be Reb Yochanan Menuri. So what sort of response is this? Some of the other mafarshi Rishami here explained that his response is that's not a kash in Rabbi Avahu that it's tzeratzurata petach what's on Shabbos. Because that is indeed, that's Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, and he's a dat yachid to so bring me a kasha from Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. But again, there's a, there's a, again, these, I've sort of glossed over these last few lines, playing it a bit like Rabbi Chaim, the way I understood it. But there's a lot of discussion in terms of what's even a kasha on it's Rata Petach, if it's soft tikra. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and, um, and, and Rashuli has a whole other explanation, but let's just uh, simplify our learning and just keep it like I explained like Reb Chaim. But for your own further study, you can have a look at Rashuli, who has a different Ma'alach, Moshe, Marafulda, everyone seems to uh, try and understand what, what's this banter, what's this dialogue going on by, by bringing in Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. In which case, Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. Okay, but let's uh, let's continue. Nimset Omer, we find here, now here, these are the, these are the charts. For Kilayim, we're talking about all these partitions. If you've got gaps less than three, then it's considered sealed in. Levud. Fantastic. Then, I, then, I've, then I've got a wall. If I've got gaps, and we're also the, um, the what's it called? The, the, the pillars themselves, sorry, the, the planks of wood, I should say. Your mechitzos are between three and four. We say, if you've got more standing than there is space, then it's mutar on either side. If it's the other round, if parot's more armored, then you don't have a wall mechitzer at all. Okay? It's too sparsely done. Next, if it's between four and 10, we say if you've got partitions or spaces now between four and 10, we say, we say, if you've got more spaces than there is standing, then it's mutar. Sorry, imham oimed. If the standing stuff is more than the spaces, is mutar correct? If, however, the gaps are there are more of them than there are oimed, then we say kenegeda oimed mutar and kenegeda parutz asu because we said that granted it does the gaps are considered gaps. It's not considered consistent wall anymore. However, 
those parts of wall that are between four and ten. No, no, no. So, sorry, 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 sorry. You, you, with, with all due respect, you just said it the other way around. From four till ten, if the oymet morubala port, like in your chart, then it's mutter. Yes. And poet's morubala oymet. Should be a parotasser. Yes. 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 In the chart. Sorry. Um, okay. So, uh, correct. So, but the idea is those partitions are good to act where they are, but the gaps are considered part of the mechitza. However, if we say um, your term SF, the gaps are bigger than 10, afal p, because now you've got a big period, afal p, omen rabba la parots, even if you've got more, more, uh, What's it called? Even if you've got more standing section than parots, we say because once you've got a gap that's bigger than 10 in your fence, it's not considered a petach anymore. It's considered a pirza. So even if you've got more oimed than parots, that pirza, you cannot plant on either side of it. It's, it's no good. Okay? That's by Kilain. Let's have a look at Shabbos. By Shabbat, we say it's Kasatum. Fine. Mishloshavad Arba and also Mearbavad Eser. Okay. Ima Oimed, if the Oimed Rabala Parot is more, we say it's Asur. Okay. So then we say if the gaps are between three and four, or between four and ten, then what do we say? Then again, it depends on do you have more, uh, then, then all those gaps we can look at as being Ptachim, as, as do- entrances and doorways, Kilu. And I mean, it's not like Tzrota Petach makes it if it's filled in, but we can look at them as Petachim. So therefore the question is, do you have more Oymed than Parots or Parots and Oymed? Leave it at that. However, on if however it's your term, Esther, if you've got a Mamasha Piritsa, on Shabbos, Afilu Oysha Oymed Rabbah, even if Oymed is Rabbah, we say it's too much of a Piritsa, you don't have a Mechitsa around the area and it's all Asur, okay? Now, the question the Gemara is going to debate now is this yellow sort of highlighted section in Kilay. He says, Reb Yudabar Pazi B'Shem Reb Yochanan says as follows, Leit can take out the whole discussion about the gap between Shlosha and Arba. Why? Because Yesh Kam Pirza Shlosha, once you've got a gap of three, well, then it's a Pirza. You can't say that it is filled in. You can't rely on Lavur anymore. So Yesh Kam Pirza Shlosha and Ein Kan, however, you don't have Amakom Arba. So therefore, you can't plant on the other side of even those standing parts, because you need at least a bit of a wall that's chashuv, that's significant to plant on the other side of it. Um, I'll read it so you can. I'll read, read you Reb Chaim. It says, Yesh kam pirza gimel, bein pas lechaver, delo armin and levod. You can't, that doesn't work. Ve'ein bechol pas rochav arba. You don't have a pas, a ball that's four wide. And that's not makom achshuv, liot alav, din mechitza. So if it doesn't have a din mechitza, or commander later, it's if it's not even there. And you can't connect all those pasim together, even if the oimed is muruba ala parts. Elikesh lekolachad only can only start doing that if each pasim have a status of mechitza in their own right. Okay, so as soon as you, so according to Rabbi 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 Chananya, sorry, he says if it's he says in the case of kilaim, if you between three and four, it's basically no good. Okay, strike that out. It's not you can't plant on you can't, it doesn't matter if it's it's no good because those pieces of wood that are less than uh less than less than four aren't considered machom khashuv and they can't be in the calculation. But one second, didn't we say you can make if you can surround a field just with kanim with little reeds that are like how, how wide are they? The half a tefa? 
And as long as the space is between the less than three, he says, don't bring me a kasha from that because the space between them is less than three tfachim. So even if the, the little reeds that you're using as the upright sticks are, less, uh, are, are so narrow, since the space between them is less than three tfachim, we rely on the principle of the Lavud, it's as if it's already filled in. However, Rabbi Yossi Barbun, his cholek, Shem Ravi says, Mikol makom mekeven she'omed rabba ala parutz mutar. His cholek, he says, no, no, leave it in. Leave it in because as soon as you have oimed rabba ala parutz, I don't care if the oimed parts themselves aren't, uh, aren't four tfachim wide, it's still good enough. Okay, fine. Let's do the next halacha. Now we uh, get more excited, exciting with pictures again. So let's, let's have a look. So Hanote Shura Shal Chamisha Kvanim Beit Shammai says it's a kerem, or Beit Hila says Eno kerem Adshu Shtei Shurot. What has the status of a kerem? Something that has the status of a kerem, as we know, as soon as it has the status of a kerem, it's Mumachmir. A single vine, you only have to keep, keep a distance of six tfachim. If, however, you have a kerem, we said you need Avodot kerem, you have to leave a space of four amot. So according to, we saw this, I mentioned this Machlok before, Beit Shammai says, Five vines in a row has a status of a karen, whereas Bed Hillel says it needs two rows. Okay, like we said in the past. Therefore, if someone plants within Araba Amot Shabakerem of a big karen, if someone plants within four Amot of a big karen within what's called Avodata Karen, then the Torah says in that situation, what's going to happen? The Torah says, that the karen in Vertikabas becomes Kadosh. When it comes asur, you got it. You go asur bahana from whatever's defined as a kerem. So how much of the kerem is asur? Beit Shammai says kidesh shurachat. Beit Shammai says one shura becomes asur because why? According to him, one row is a kerem. Nachon. According to how Beit Hillel says shtei shurot. Beit Hillel says actually two rows because according to him, two rows is a kerem. Nachon. That's a mishnah. Now the Gemara says v'hu shazara keneged. Just change the word here. Kulo. That's when the Machlok in the Mishnah, it says, Beit Shammai says it's one row and Behil says it's two rows. That's when you've planted all the way along that row. That's why Beit Shammai says, look, that entire row becomes Asur. And Beit Hillel says, no, all that entire, two rows actually become Asur. Okay. However, Zara Kenegad Emtsi, what if you only plant Kenegad Emtsi? So in this picture, you can see it's just planted right next to one, if you like, on the edge row. So we say, Aldata Beit Shammai, Oser et Kola Shura, doesn't mean the entire Shura, it means five. Here it means five vines in a row. For, for him, whatever has the status of a shura. Okay? So that is five vines in a row. So in other words, the one that's next to it and two on either side, like we have in the picture. Al-data de Beit Hillel, according to Beit Hillel, oser shalosh keneget shalosh. He makes these two rows asur. Okay? But not the full two rows, but three next to three. Because according to Beit Hillel, and since it's absolutely in the middle, which one are you going to call the Yotze Zanav? This one or this? Like, so therefore, it's all the two rows of Asur. Okay? In other words, you don't know how, which, how do I configure the Kerem? Do I say it's these two and Yotze Zanav there? Or do I say it's, the, uh, or do I say it's um, like these two and that Yotze Zanav there? So that's why it's those, those three and those three together that become Asur according to Beit Hillel. Now, what happens, though, if you've got the next case? Zara keneged abenaim. What happens if you plant it in between these two? What do we do now? Benaim sheba emtsai. So al datad beit shamei. Beit shamei says, "What do I do?" Well, clearly also shtaimikam ve shtaimikam. Those two are going to be asur, and those are going to be two. Two are going to be asur. 
But the problem is, according to Beit Shammai, what does Beit Shammai says? He says five constitute a Karen. So which do I add? Chamishit, the fifth one, is it that one? Or is it that one? Is it the one above or below? Like, in other words, because I'm in the middle here and I've got to make Asur five, but it doesn't, it's five's an odd number. So Ezuhi, so Neamar Imayuzraim Krovim Lachat Mehem. So it's simple. If it's Karov Lechat Mehem, um, so if it's if it's if it's close to one of them, then we say the one that's closer to becomes Asur. That will be our number five. You can see I put the wheat slightly closer to the top one, even though it's between them. So therefore, that will be the number five in the row. Hare, um, so we say it says Hare, rather than reading Hare Elu Asurot, I mean the gear says Hare He Asura. That one will be Asur. Vim love if it's absolutely in the middle, we say that im love hare. We say ha. One second. Vim love hare elu asurot. Again, another gear set change. We have to say that actually both of them have to be asur because you can't identify which is number five in the row, so that both have to become asur. Both that one here at the top and one here at the bottom. Okay, in the chart. Now let's move to page uh, five. What about adat de Beit Hillel? What does Beit Hillel do? So once again, it's a bit Hillel. It's Shtaim, we say, it's Arba, can I get Shtaim? Okay, why? Because Beit Hillel says, once it's here, a Kerem is Shtaim, can I get Shtaim, Bechad Yotzezanav. But which of the two is Yotzezanav? Well, it could be that one at the top or the one at the bottom. So therefore we say, Arba, can I get Shtaim? Okay? If it's between the two. Uh, was it a Rebbe I want to show you here? Uh, no. Let's continue. Um, okay, I'll read your B'chaim anyway. It says, He says, That's a shir. Those are the one close to the sea. Also connect them. And that's why you got these two. And these two. That are like, they're two on either side of the zera and the two in the row next to it. Because that's part of the karen. I don't know which of these two should be the yotzeh zanav. Which one is the one that's closer to this uh, to this zera? And if it's even, that's why we make this one answer and this one answer as well. Because you need to have this configuration. of Now, I got a bit uh, excited here. And so we're not going to stop. Let's just finish the sugya. Now it says Zara Keneged, it says Zara Keneged Karen Zavid. I just want to get to the Mishnah because it, 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 otherwise we'll lose the flow of it. Well, if we plant, what if we plant one Keneged as Zavid, one against the corner right here? Well, it's very simple. So therefore, so what do you have to do? Since we don't know, since it's over here, it could be that's the Kerem or that's the Kerem. But since it's absolutely on the corner and this kerem, if you like, this, sorry, this um, gef and this vine, kemishtamesh for that shura or that shura, that's why we say both these in the right angle, the five, sorry, the five that way and the four below the corner, so the five and the five here, those two short would become asur. Go to Beit Shammai. What about debate Hillel? What about Beit Hillel? Adat Beit Hillel, asur ashnayim kenegh, shayim bechayu tezanav. So again, because I could have a kerem, but I don't know if there's enough on this side or that side because this one is mishtamesh for that kerem and that, that kerem as well. That's why I have this configuration of three, two, then one, as you can see in, in my picture. Okay, because that's kerem if it's that direction, that's a kerem of that direction. Um, so we say, one here and one here. Now let's just continue a little bit further. 
What if he plants mamash between the corner one and the one next to it? Well, according to Beit Shammai, you're clear. Because it's clear that this is the shura now. Before, when it was on the corner, we wasn't sure. Is that the shura or that's the shura? Here now, there's between the kerem and one below. We know that that hold all those five vines would come. Asur, Hana, you got to burn them. Aldata Beit Hillel, you got a bit of another question. We say Aldata Beit Hillel, also Shnayim connected Shnayim. You've got to worry about these two corner ones. Clearly, these four become Asur. But the other one, Vachayot says Zenamikan, and we need a Vachayot says Zenam. But the one, which one is it? Is Shlishit, meaning the third one? Yot says Zenam. I know it says Shishit here, but the gears are changed. Shlishit. Easily, which one is it? Is it Shlishit Shabrishon or Shnia Bishlishit? Now, according to Reb Chaim, the suffix is is it this one or is it this one? The way I'm showing in the picture. But then he says it's actually a kasha. I don't understand. Ela de Tzarichion, Reb Chaim says, Daha Amrina de Ezemehem Shukrova Yoter Azanav Kedarmina Lael. Which one's closer? Let's just work out our proximity, and you can work out which one is uh, which one it should be. However, Rush Cerilio explains it slightly different. He says Ezuhi Shlishit Shubrishona Ushnia. And Shnia should be Shlishit, also these two, the Shnai and also these two as well. In other words, you have a total of Quintra Cirilio of what? Of uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Uh, yes, eight. You have a total of eight that would become Asur because, again, your Tzezanav could be slice and dice in all manner of direction. Therefore, you have to be Choshish for all of them. It's not as he doesn't read the ending as a question, but rather than a statement to say, actually, all these ones you see in the diagram, the four, the, the, the sort of the, the dice four in the corner and the two that are next to it up and down and then the two that are below it as well side by side okay that takes us to the mishnah and mr shem will start new mr tomorrow thank you